You're listening to Best Friends Catching Up. The Mark and Joe Show. Ooh. <laughs> Lovely. Corona and a PBR. Remember? Um, do you remember? Cheers, cheers bud. Clank. Cheers, dude. Good link. <laughs> do you remember the craze that swept through Queen's University when we were in, well, when I was in fifth year. PC Cerveza? Yeah, PC Cerveza. <laughs> PC Cerveza, uh, then. <clears throat> what a what an awesome beer that was. Can you still get that? Oh, you definitely can. Give me a, give me like a little 30-second commercial of PC Cerveza. If you were just coming at the listeners, just like this is pretend this is an ad. Okay, ready? Here we go. Do you like Corona? A lime, maybe? Want to kick back on the beach and just let all your worries slip by? But hey, you go to Queens. You can't afford a 2-4 of Corona. That's all right. PC Cerveza. Find it at your local beer store. That was shit. Dude, that was not shit. Really? That was good. Okay. That freaking beer crack sound you made at the beginning was <laughs> legit. That was so good. <laughs> Dude, PC Cerveza is awesome. I love PC Cerveza. The, on- the only part uh, where it didn't make the most sense is like you go to Queens so you can't afford a Corona. I know. That threw me off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. I Man. said that and it threw me off. Uh, are you? <laughs> hey, you? <laughs> do you do you see those Corona ads? Find your beach, but you live on the Lower East Side of Chicago. <sighs> Have there. a PC Cerveza on us. Yeah, there you Same go. Same taste as Corona, but it won't break the bank. That's it. That's the ad. <laughs> That's the ad. <laughs> Boom. Uh, is the Lower East Side, man, for all I know, the Lower East Side of Chicago could be really nice. <laughs> I think South, well, I guess, so, I know South Side is, is where South it's. of the, uh, South of the fucking L tracks. Church, South of the L tracks. Um, good evening, <laughs> folks, wherever <laughs> you're listening to this podcast, we're coming at you with another wonderful episode of what are you listening to best friends catching up Boom. mark and joe show my name is mark and i'm joe let's go Yo, do you know what a do you know what a a chip? Have you ever heard of a chip butty? A chip butt? No, a chip butty. It's this absurd. It's not a dish, but it's a it's like a sandwich in England. It's really popular. It's heinous. 
It's a hamburger oh. bun. It's a hamburger bun. Not heinous, but it's like, come on, man. It's a hamburger bun with French fries inside of it. Oh, no b- b- hamburger. No. It's called a chip buddy. <laughs> a, oh, chip? As in like fish and chips? Yeah, it's a chip buddy. I don't know what buddy stands for, like butty. But Is it butty like butt or butty like a, a good friend? No, I think it's like a butt. But yeah, it's uh, you should Google it. It'll make you just underwhelmed. It's... Uh, <laughs> Dude, English people love it. They love a good chip butty down at their like local pub or whatever. Dude, that's lame as hell. Think of like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, think of like just there's certain meals where you could just take out one element of it and it would just instantly turn it into a very weird thing. Mm-hmm. Like imagine an 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 all like topped hot dog, but just no bun. Like the guy hands you a dog right in your hand, and like people, <laughs> you put some mustard on it. Oh, just like so, you're just like eating it, kind of like, like daintily, no, like you. No vessel. Yeah. No vessel. No vessel. Some people subscribe to the theory that um, a chicken nugget is just a vehicle for the sauce. Oh, it's just like a bland, like. It's like crispy. It's, it's a so, It's a vessel for the sauce. It's a texture vessel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm a I kind of like that. What's wrong with that? Sometimes the sauce needs to be the boss. Yeah, the sauce is always the boss. That give gets... me your top. Give me your top five sauces right Dude, now. Okay. Wow, man. Sometimes we just we're vibing and. Okay. Last night I made lavender butter. <laughs> <laughs> dude for your, i for your chip butty <laughs> it's not really a sauce but i man i i just grabbed a sprig of lavender out of the garden and i was just chewing on it and i thought to myself man this this tastes pretty good it tastes fresh it's got a cool taste so i googled what how you can cook with lavender or whatever and the most common thing people do is just make a butter with it so i um followed uh is julia child's a, a uh, is she a, yeah. yeah, I think it was one of her recipes Dude. and it's essentially you just melt butter, put the lavender in it and then put a little bit of honey in it and then I whipped it. So it's all like fluffed up and, uh, I haven't even tried it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Dude, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Julia Childs is like a super famous French chef. I'm pretty sure she's, she's basically the most, one of the most famous like uh women chef in the world. Yeah, There you go. Uh, my favorite top sauce is probably when when the yolk from an over easy eggs just blends with sriracha. Oh, that Mark and I used to have a thing called that we used to call it yolk and chap. Yeah. We'd make uh, we'd make a grilled cheese and an and an over easy egg, and we'd slide that sucker right into the grilled cheese. And we actually had like a full on assembly line. Like one of us would always yeah. – who whose job was what? I was always on grilled cheese. You were or usually on grilled cheese and I was usually on the uh, on the eggs. I make a mean egg but we were uh, – we were at – we were in Mark's crib and you know – like you just know your own pans and yeah. your own spatula is better. You never disrespect a man like by making the eggs in his house. You always at least <laughs> let him offer or you offer to let him make his own eggs. Yes, exactly. That's uh, That's a noble – a noble thing to do that's like an unwritten bro code you don't flip an over easy egg in another man's house (laughs) (laughs) yo you can poach some eggs you can devil some eggs 
But don't you dare give me a fucking sunny side up on my table if you're sitting in my kitchen. No, you don't bring that weak ass shit up in here. Hey, Joe, um, and listeners out there, what a crazy viral app that just spread through the zeitgeist of the entire world just now. <laughs> what the fuck? Face you're app right. came. I appreciate your commitment to using the word zeitgeist. (laughs) I wasn't even. I don't know. (laughs) That's like when you just like learn a word two days ago and you just like try to use it in every situation. I I'm sometimes yeah FaceApp yeah yeah FaceApp. Man, that thing. So have you? I deleted it. Yeah, dude. I should delete it right now. I got spooked. Delete it right now. Did you? I'm going to. Did you read um a little bit about all the the fucked shit that has to do with it like dude, dude let this me is the thing you okay honestly i would love for you to read that okay. and i want you to read that but before you do i just want to say like i feel like that's just become like it's in the public eye so people are like also critical of it but i promise you every fucking like at least half the other apps you have on your phone yeah probably have the exact same like this is just the app of the moment and it's like it's owned by a Russian company. So everyone's yeah, like super everyone's like on, on guard it. about it. You know, Facebook does nine times worse yeah. shit than fuck face app does. But knowing well, people do give a shit, but it's not like it's easy to hate the Russian app. Yeah, it's easy to hate the Russian app. You're right. But dude, uh, tell me, tell me. Okay, like, well, I'll read this little thing and then we can talk a little bit more about it. Chris Harris sent me this today. It's uh bear with me it'll probably take me like 45 seconds to a minute to read it and it's kind of dense section yeah. five of the terms of service grants face up a perpetual irrevocable non-exclusive royalty-free worldwide fully paid transferable sub-licensable license to use reproduce modify adapt publish translate create derivative works from distribute publicly perform and display your user content and any name username or likeness provided in connection with your user content in all media formats and channels now known or later developed without compensation to you wow they really like (laughs) was that a limerick what the fuck (laughs) dude hey what the f I can honestly appreciate like the madman who wrote that. Yeah. You like think of they just like call in the ringer. We need an absolutely deadlocked clause to just use Drake's old pictures forever and ever. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously though. Drake, that new album you made, it's ours. Yeah. You used our app. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not even yeah. you used our app, like yeah, yeah, man, what a crazy, uh, what a crazy thing that everyone just said. Yep, I accept. Dude, I, I, I uh, got I did... the app for like a day and a half. Yeah, Took gonna... a couple cheeky pics. Dude, it was so fucking funny, man. I, I texted like ten <sighs> so people good. about it. It was, it was making me laugh out loud every time I did it. The picture you sent me of Emil and yourself, <laughs> Mark sent me. So we've had Emil on as a guest in the past. He's basically our best friend in the whole world. We are a trio. Yeah. Just like you get at your local shawarma shop. Oh. Um, who's the potatoes? Dude, that's I mean, a... I'm obviously the meat. You think you're the shawarma? Emil's this, all the sauces and all the toppings. He just Well, no. It. If you were to break it down into a trio, one would have to be the drink, one would have to be the potatoes with garlic on it, and one would have to be the shawarma. Okay. Well, that's I obviously think... like skewed I... because whoever's 
we can't just say one person's a short man. It's just well, I think in the terms of a pure literal sense you're the shawarma just because you're like big just the size of because me you're big and you're kind of you got that like a little bit sandy skin tone yeah like, i'm like a little bit arabian so yeah. you're just gonna say i'm a shawarma <laughs> yeah i will sure and then, <laughs> and then i don't know i guess emil emil's you honestly think emil's the shawarma in terms i, I want to do it more on personality like mm. just because i'm big and have sand colored skin i'm immediately the shawarma <laughs> like uh, fuck you bud <laughs> all right then on personality emil's definitely the shawarma emil's the shawarma i'm you're, definitely the drink dude. no you're the potatoes man dude, you're just I a meat you're just a pure potato man so basically we're arguing uh which one of us is the drink and which one of us is the potatoes <laughs> okay but either way where the fuck were we going with yeah, this okay emil mark sent me a picture and it's him and Emil at like a baseball game or a rugby game or something. And they're sitting, sounds, next, yeah. they're sitting next to each other. And Emil's got a shoulder around Mark. And he's holding the beer. And the face app, like it only made Emil old. So like Mark's <laughs> just sitting there like a 25-year-old, like young looking dude. And he's got – there's some like 70-year-old guy with his arm around him having a beer. <laughs> And it's, it's just like, I guess it could be your uncle or like a family friend or something, but just the whole dynamic of it is so fucking weird, but so funny. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, I'll, I just deleted the app, so I don't think I'll ever be able to send that to you. It's fine. I, I did a little crop job. It's actually the background. It's my, it's my screensaver on my phone. Perfect. That's wonderful. Um, Hey folks, uh, we've got a pretty wicked guest on the pod today. I'm sure I've been all looking just... forward to this one for so long, Mark. Yeah. You have no idea, Joe. Yeah, you're you're you've been gunning for this, pinning for it. Some might even say, I've been I've been six to midnight since eight p.m. I'm just ready to rut, ready to rip. Wow, dude, that's incredible. Why don't you uh, like uh, talk about our guest a little bit before we bring him on? All right. Well, this guy, he's like the Canadian Chris Hemsworth in terms of just pure Fuck. stunning good looks. That's really good. He just brings the like. I don't know. He is it. He does have a certain Viking quality. Would you not agree? Hundred percent. Like one hundred percent. He's just such a like. He's got the power of like an oxen and the speed and oh, agility of a so gazelle. Fast. Dude, he's so so fast. fast. All right, but let's not just talk about just about his physicality, <laughs> which is incredible. <laughs> but man, this guy is the most stand-up. Like, I don't know. He's just such a dependable, honest guy like he's the type of person you that you want as a friend yes and beyond that like tommy played his name's tommy kirkham he played rugby with mark and i at queens he played the same position as me yeah the boys and he's two or three years old two years older than me and uh he's straight up he is my mentor 100 percent. he's like completely he showed me the ropes i think if it weren't for him i'd no, I wouldn't have been the rugby player I was, and I dare say I don't think I would have been the man that I am. Wow. So this is really big for me, man. I, I haven't spoken to this guy, Tommy, in, in two years, for fuck's sakes. Yeah, man. Fuck, dude. That's wonderful. Dude, this is going to be all time. It's going to be great. Let's get him on. Let's bring the Norse god himself. By Tommy's beard, I have an erection. <laughs> Racing around There goes my 
Time, but uh, it's uh, it seems to be working. I need I needed to resort to using a phone. Oh, so, okay. Uh, I guess it's better that you guys uh, can't see me. I don't know. Why? Why is it we better that we can't? We, yeah, we want to see you. I know, but uh, I don't know what's going on. How how do I fix that? Uh, there might be a button. To- Bingo! Oh! Hey! <laughs> there it is. Oh boy! Oh. It's going very well, dude. There we go. Joe, can you hear me? Tommy, you can uh, hear you Joe? You guys sound yep. great. I can nice. hear both of you. Hell yeah. I just okay. need... Uh, I'm, I'm getting a charger right now. My uh, Uncle Michael is helping me out uh, through this whole process. Of, uh... <laughs> Thank God for Uncle Mike. <laughs> Uncle yeah, Mike. Definitely. At least one of the Kirkhams knows how to use a computer. <laughs> <laughs> Will that charge if I'm holding it like that? It's meant to be. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a cordless charger oh okay we're in the future yeah well not me apparently <laughs> i'm just joining <laughs> yeah hey uncle mike, oh, no. uncle mike. <laughs> what do you mean this is your phone <laughs> Yo, that always that always reminds me of like you know remember when you were kids and you would uh you would play the game where it's like no talking. You know, <laughs> remember you yeah, play yeah. that game with your friends. You'd be like, all right, like first one to laugh loses. Then you always last like five seconds, and then one of your friends always just like cracks up and geeks. Dude, we're all sitting in class, and there's just some kind of like, I don't know, there's some kind of joke that's going around, but you're not even sitting together. But you're all like looking at each other, and you're just kind of waiting to see who's the first one who's gonna just let it like let out a big laugh in class. <laughs> yeah, that's it's good. classic. So, uh, speaking of class, um, Tommy, are you uh, in the midst of still going to class in terms of uh, becoming a doctor? Uh, it's well, I'm still in school, yes, um, but uh, it's not a classroom. It's like placements at the moment. Right, and so how does that work? So, is that are you in your fourth year, or are you actually? Yeah. Okay. So I just started my fourth year. Um, and- yeah, so this summer is kind of the beginning of fourth year, and it's, for me, full of uh, electives where I kind of go all over the place and and do what uh, I think is best for me. So how does it work? Do you just, like, kind of do a little bit of everything at a, it, at a bunch of different places? Yeah, so that's kind of how it, it the clinical years start off. You have generally blocks of time, whether... Um, it depends from school to school and country to country, but my school is five blocks where we would do a specialty. So it might be five blocks and you go in and you're on, um, like emergency medicine, which is what I want to do or five blocks on obstetrics and gynecology, which is also very interesting. Five blocks on pediatrics, which is incredibly tough, but cute. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is it tough because it's like intellectually tough or it's tough because you're like working on kids and it's like emotionally tough or yeah, both. It's, it's it's both and it's tough with parents and with parents yeah. is tough um and how's yeah, your bedside just, manner haven't ever asked a patient 
straight up, you know, how have I been doing? But uh, generally, my patients seem to like me. I, I, I gather <laughs> <laughs> my patients. I say my patients, the patients of the doctor that I'm under that I see. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're your I've, patients, dude. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, they're your patients. But I know you got you know you want to you want to tread carefully. You know your your doctor might be listening to this podcast and all that. Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe you never know. The doctor I'm with right now is a really cool guy. There he you might. go. Well, you'd fit yeah. the bill for our type of uh, listener. You know, cool. Exactly, exclusively cool listeners. Yeah, for so sure. Are you, so are you still fast as fuck, or what's? <laughs> <laughs> uh you know boys uh i'm not really um i'm doing more like short short distance runs like uh like 8k would be the max pretty much but that's kind of what i do for fitness these days don't uh don't open up the the horses dude i don't know that's 8k more than most people do so yeah no that's good dude that's kind of my wheelhouse right now i'm starting to get back into running it's 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 good yeah it's nice it's good to it's 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 like a nice freedom out there that you get. Yeah, I agree. Well, I always talk about like the thing about running. The, the thing that makes it so good is it's like you're in the suck for basically like right from the start. Mm. It's like like you work when you're working out. Like, I'm not gonna pretend like I know much about that. But like, <laughs> <laughs> when you're working out, you do your sets and stuff, and like it's a very it's mentally tough in that moment. But then you kind of take you take a step back. Yeah. It's like running, there's nowhere to hide. Like you're, it's just you. Often you're alone, right? You don't have the camaraderie. So you just, all that self talk and like, that's something we yeah. talk about all the time. Yeah. So, I, so you, you just get into your own head, eh, Joe? Yeah, but in a good way. Like I, yeah. I find, oh, yeah, yeah. man, I find like, because I mean, I feel like we all go through that moment where you're like, oh, I can't do this or I'm going to slow down. Like no one's even around, you know? Like you just, but you can't cut those corners. I mean, if you if you like give in to yourself, then you'll never yeah. stand up for anything, right? So, man, two things on that. Music is honestly it's like a cheat in terms of running. It's yeah. it's almost cheating. It's, a, it's crazy. It's like an upgrade. Yeah. Like if you were running, you would like pick up a video game. You would like pick up the music upgrade, and your dude would just <laughs> yeah, run. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Twice as long. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's X-X- nuts. Y a x x music. Like it makes it it does so much for your like your horsepower and it also helps so much for uh for what is that noise? <laughs> Sorry guys, this is the uh, the grandfather clock in uh, my uh, aunt and uncle's home. It's really cool, but you know, it goes off. <laughs> does it does it go off? What's that, Joe? I thought you were going to tell us your uncle moonlights as a town crier, and he was just doing his <laughs> town crier. No, <laughs> no, he's the he's the town brewmaster. I'd... Oh, cool! Is yeah. your uncle's a, a a brewer? He is. Yeah, it's very cool. Staying with him, I've learned like loads of stuff. Um, mm. Yeah, and he always has. Also nice. He always will um, bring back interesting beers that he would like to share and try. Dude, that's lovely, man. Brewmasters mm-hmm. do love their, they do love their craft. They love they, their craft. You know, it's sure. a great baseball team name, the Milwaukee Brewers. I that want, is a great name. Is it Brewers because they? Brew, there's a lot of brewers out there. Like, do they drink a lot of beer? 
You know what? I, I, I'm not even going to hazard a guess. I have no idea. I hope so. Are you, the, are you guys uh, the, baseball uh, fans? Was that, yeah. Fuck oh, no. Oh, no nor am I. I'm an anti and I actively <laughs> dislike baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, are you? Let's hear from Mark. Mark, are you? I'm a baseball fan? fan? No, yeah. I've, no, definitely not. I'm a fair weather sports fan in general. When it gets yeah, interesting, too, yeah. I get around. I Man, I'm actually really excited for the Rugby World Cup. Oh, yeah, because we just qualified, right? Oh, we, or, oh not really for that. I'm just more excited for like, the, yeah. Like high level rugby, I don't really care about Canada. Yeah, fair enough. No offense. No, uh, I, I, I won't take any offense, but some of your listeners might. I don't know. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, we but care. Man, we care. Like don't I want Canada for the group here. We care about Canada, but we are very realistic about. Yeah. The yes. That's exactly. Fair. Yeah. No, That's sorry. Fair. Yeah. That, that, yeah. I don't want to get that taken hey, out Tommy. of context. <laughs> Tommy, man. So yeah. It's yeah. Been, it's been a little while since we've spoken. Like what? What have you been up to the last, like, three years? I know. <laughs> give us a rundown. A um, yeah, sure. I'll give you a rundown. So since uh, – so, like, essentially since leaving Queens, is that what you want the rundown of? Pretty yeah, much. Sure. That. Like, Tommy okay, well. graduates. He's an absolute stud in the stable. Yeah. Yeah. So this, actually – yeah. So the first year out was, like, it came to a screeching halt. It was, you know, I didn't get into med school that year, and I was kind of, like, bouncing around, living at my parents' house in Vancouver, not really doing much, but, you know, put in the application to Ireland and was like, okay, I've got a couple of months to wait for this response, and, uh, you know, milled about, didn't do much, and then put got in. <laughs> I probably I, – I, I lost all the rugby weight, mm. just, like – naturally a skinny guy and it just like came right off me and i just didn't stop lifting weights essentially <laughs> started running and playing tennis so yeah not, not really nice. don't really need to be uh you know, like deadlifting intensely for those things although tennis players do these days Freaking, don't they yeah, everyone's getting like, jacked everyone's jacked dude everyone's Relax, jacked everyone. dude man <laughs> speaking of tennis I'll just sorry interrupt you real quick i yeah, I, I caught the end of the djokovic federer Wimbledon final as did I yeah that was iconic man that was so classic is yeah. that the first time that new rules come into effect in a in a at finals Wimbledon. At, at Wimbledon I think or at the finals at Wimbledon I at think. Wimbledon yeah. because Mark you I, you watch the finals but it used to be in the fifth set of Wimbledon you couldn't win on the tiebreaker so it would yeah. hypothetically go on forever like uh is there five and, uh, five years ago there yeah. was a guy who uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, the big the big American Isner, Isner, and some fr- yeah Mahu or French something, guy. some French guy. I don't think it was the, Mahu. The game anyway. <laughs> was it Mofi? <laughs> Dude, it wasn't Mofi. It was a white French guy. Okay. And uh, they they played to like fifty eight, fifty six or something. Yeah. What in the last set? Because it just goes on days. forever. What yeah. the fuck? And was it in the quarterfinals or was it in the <laughs> was it in the final? <laughs> Uh, it was in the no. It was in like some round. I, like round, round of thirty-two. Of that's maybe dude, even round of that's dumb. They, the new yeah. rule is good. I like the new rule. I agree. Yeah. Because if anybody is forced to play that kind of match during the tournament, they will be destroyed for the rest, and they'll yeah, lose exactly. their next match. True. Exactly. I'd recommend you hold that against the back of the five. <laughs> thank, thank Uncle Mike. Okay. Uncle, Mike. <laughs> Uncle <laughs> Mike's helping us out. <laughs> This is the first installment of a recurring segment. Uh, 
tech tips with Uncle Mike. <laughs> yeah. Tech oh, tips from our favorite brewmaster. How yeah. uh man, how sick is Federer's backhand, dude? It's the it's the Oh, it's the just quintessential so, one-handed backhand. It's beautiful, it's so man. Lovely. He just yeah. cocks it out so hard. It's so sick. Yeah. You know, you, you tune in like deep within just another mark of both athletes, actually. You know, you, you tune in end of a grueling match, the longest finals of Federer's history, I think. Yeah. And uh, neither of those guys looked like they're sweating or yeah. tired at all they're just <laughs> yeah. these weird pristine humans it's, smacking the ball and running around like maniacs and they're just like oh yeah no big dude, it's robotic think of like Fetter's wife like i'm sure i bet you like once a month she just like walks into the house and she sees like uh that swiss god just like he's baking <laughs> like a fresh brioche for breakfast and she just like has to pinch herself she's like I'm getting fucked by Federer, and this is, <laughs> and I love my life. <laughs> I'm sure she does, dude. I'd slide, I'd slide right into that role. I don't care, man. I'd change up my entire uh, sexuality, orientation, everything. <laughs> Federer, everything. You'd show me how you hit that up. one hand. <laughs> <laughs> You'd give See, everything up to be um, Federer's husband, bitch. or would you even sex slave? <laughs> put on a put on a dress and try to be a woman, dude. I'd wear only an apron all day, <laughs> even to all his matches. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know. If the queen goes, then I might dress up. But yeah, you better, dude. So t- okay, so you applied. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Re- so let's get in. this story right back on the rails. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. So no, no, yeah, I was, applied. I was us. Got in. So got into U- the University College Cork, and Cork is the second biggest city in the Republic, and it's in the south of the country. So got in, organized the place I was living, which was terrible in my first year, a uh, converted hotel that I actually <laughs> shared a kitchen with um, up to 18 other uh, uh, tenants. There, it was a big like industrial kitchen with multiple ovens and sinks it's and like stuff. It's like a hostel. But, uh, it was like a hostel, and it mm. was, uh, yeah, so it was incredibly whack, and I didn't like it. Um, but then in my second year, I moved in with two classmates. Uh, they're cool guys, Sean and Andrew. Um, but I, that was always just going to be one year because the plan was going to be for Danielle to move in uh, and spend the next, my final two years uh, with me in Ireland, which she did a bit later than planned because she had a licensing exam, which she nailed, by the way. Danielle. Nice. Yes. Fuck yeah, really Danielle. Good job. Yeah. Good on you, Danielle. Um, and so she came over and we spent Christmas together in Cork this past year, which was nice. really fun and unique, or I guess last year. Um, and, uh, and then here I am kind of starting the final year. Um, Danielle got a job in Toronto, so she will be not w- with me in the uh, first half of my last year, but that's fine. She's killing it. Um, nice. and I will be in Cork as of September back in the, back in the placement game in Ireland. So you, you're going back to Cork. Yeah. Back to Cork right now. Right now I'm just, uh, I finished in May and then all of June I was in Toronto at St. Mike's in the emergency department for four weeks, which was really, really cool. And now I'm uh, just finishing my third week in the emergency department in Midland. 
Midland. Ontario. Midland. You sound You're like from you Midland? from Midland. Going <laughs> 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 MRI fix my knee. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, from no, Midland. No, Booby. <laughs> Booby, your knee's <laughs> fucked. Get a job uh, at the freaking yeah. car Where dealership. Yeah, I, think he were, I think he was Boob- slinging cars Boob-Miles. or something. Fucking Booby Miles. Yeah. What a great movie. Great movie. Classic. Yeah, I fucking love that. that. The soundtrack from that movie. Oh, Talking about yeah. Friday Night Lights, folks. <laughs> yeah, the, the song's actually called Ex- "Explosions in the Sky." Oh wow! Is, is it by Hans this guy, Zimmer? Uh, oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Hans's style, dude. So you're going back to Cork. So is I guess the old saying rings true: you can take the guy out of Cork, but you can never take the Cork out of the guy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure if it's far enough up. Uh... <laughs> Fuck! I like my own jokes. Oh my god. Oh, dude. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's funny. Yeah, dude. Uh, apparently, uh, I just I heard this on the Joe Rogan podcast, but on this, um, he said he had a friend who was becoming a doctor way back in the day, yeah. and um, and the reason this popped into my head because Tommy, I don't know if you heard Joe, but Tommy just made a joke saying like, oh, like if the cork's really far up a guy's butt, it might be hard to take out. <laughs> um, he implied it, but obviously he used less words than that. But apparently, uh. This guy, like a, a lot of people, would come into the ER with just random stuff up their butt. I don't know if you're like allowed to talk about this stuff or what's your I, yeah, experience I was actually with wondering, that? Yeah, so I actually <laughs> haven't dealt with any uh, strange insertions. Um, <laughs> oh, but, is that uh, what the kids are calling it these days? <laughs> I guess that's what I'm calling it. I don't really know. <laughs> but. Uh, Obviously, there's just a lot of lot of butt stuff. You know, you gotta look at butts, put your mm. finger in butts all the time. Yeah, it's an unfortunate part of the, eh. my future job, but yeah, whatever. What can you do? Yeah. What can so, you do? What what um? Did you say that you were wanting to be like emergency medicine, as in ER or? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you you call it uh, the emergency department, the ED. Oh. And... Sounds like a venereal disease. <laughs> ED, like BD. Yeah, I guess so. That's probably it's it. Like BDW. Speaking of another doctor. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, Vanderbosthuizen. Oh, he's a doctor as well. Yeah, he's a uh, he's an official he's an official doctor as of uh, last year. Anesthetics. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah. Anesthetics. Anesthesiologist. Yeah. Let's go, man. Isn't that yeah, like he, the highest paying doctor? He is in my, in my mind. They're some of the most skilled and knowledgeable doctors. Why so, is yeah. that? Why is that? Um, I think, well, in my opinion, there's just lots of um, very important physiologic things that they need to understand very well, like breathing mechanics and stuff like that. And they also know their pharmacology incredibly well. And when it boils down to it, in an emergency, the first and most important thing to assess is the airway, and they are the airway people. So if you don't have that, you don't have anything. So yeah. they've got to be there, you know? Wow. wow. Um, I I obviously know nothing about any of this, but what like an anesthesiologist? What do you mean assessing the airway? Like they're the people that try to give them the right drugs to make them be able to start breathing again. Um, that's there's there's their job is kind of multifaceted. So in a in a the most like, common thing that they would do is put a patient put to sleep, sleep for a surgery, right? Right. Okay. Um, so they put you to sleep, but then they need to put a tube in your throat and hook you up to the machine that will breathe for you during the surgery, right? Wow. Is that so, because, sorry, 
to cut you off. Is that because when they put you to sleep, like your whatever the system that allows you to breathe it shuts off? Yeah, yeah. The drugs <gasps> that they give to keep you asleep, yeah, it's quite scary. So you're quite close to death. Oh, yeah. Being oh. put under is, is no joke. Um, so, Whoa. you know, if that's why surgery is a very, you know, it's a, it's quite a drastic thing. And so, yeah. you know, when people say, you know, oh, I'll just go get uh, this or that done, you know, avoid surgery, folks. Yeah. Not to say, not to say that it's not absolutely 100% necessary and really, really cool. Um, but yeah, it's dangerous. And wow. yeah, avoid surgery. But like, if I didn't, that shoulder surgery, I got, uh, going into my third year of university that, that like completely changed my life what did you have done joe i remember you and i both have had bad shoulders but uh, I, I never had i never can't had remember the name of it at all uh, basically my shoulder dislocated all the time oh, here's a kind of a horror story for you folks i i've dislocated my shoulder over 30 times mm, i dislocated my shoulder putting on a t-shirt wow. <laughs> you know you like you get a little cocky. You try to go arms before head. <laughs> Bad idea, Joe. Um, I've dislocated my shoulder twice while I was sleeping. Like I just woke up. My arm was oh under the pillow. Uh, and I just woke up and I was like, oh. Well, I didn't just say, oh. I was like, oh, my God. It, oh, it hurts. Lord, mother. <laughs> it gets to the point, though, where it only hurt when it was out. As soon as it went back in, like obviously there was some residual pain, but like almost mm. instant ceasing of the pain. Yeah, and just, within thirty minutes, it's like it almost didn't even happen. Yeah. Um, you were just loose. I was just you're a loose. shoulder whore. Exactly, dude. I was an absolute <laughs> hot dog down the hallway up there. But uh, <laughs> the old wizard sleeve. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I got surgery, man, and I don't know what it was. They took some, some of like, basically how we described it to me is the socket. The bone part of the socket's not actually very bowl-shaped, let's say. Yeah, it's very shallow. It's, yeah. it's very shallow, exactly. And, like, what actually forms the rim of the bowl is, like, soft tissue and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, ligaments. Yeah, there you go. Science. Nice. But he – so I had it on – my shoulder always came out in the same direction. So yeah. on the half of my labrum, it was all gone. But the other half – yeah, like, it came out towards the front. So the yeah. bone would pop out towards the front, yeah. which I think is the Post more common. Yeah, posterior happens with, can happen with people who have seizures because it's oh. yeah. Whoa. But anyway, but yeah, so I uh, eventually, so they just took a basically a piece of the tissue at the back and they like sewed it onto the front part. Oh, sick! So, and I've never hurt. I've That's never so hurt cool. my shoulder. It's ingenious, but the most ingenious thing about it is if I showed you my shoulder after telling you this story. You would be like, where's your scar? Where like mm. I, I would have to point my scar right to you for you to see it. Like it's arthroscopic. They did two holes in the front, one in the back. This guy who did it, Dr. Pew. Oh, Jesus. Shout out to Dr. Pew. You're a fucking beautiful, beautiful man. Well nice. done, Dr. Pew. Where Dr. what city Pugh. was this done in? This was in Brantford, Ontario, baby. Oh, uh, the best shoulder Dude, he apparently, surgeon. Apparently he's really well known. Like people come from uh, far and wide nice. to get him. He's the shoulder guy. Nice. I don't know if he's necessarily just shoulder. Like he's the whatever that. Yeah, orthopedic. Yeah. Orthopedic surgeon. Yeah. And uh, 
I, I maybe he specializes in shoulders. I don't know if he does. I'm sure he's good at other stuff too. But yeah, they generally do like everything, and they're good at everything. But they a lot of them will have like one that they'll do more, and one that they're extra good at. Makes you sense. Know? Yeah. 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 Yo, Tommy, have you heard of um this? There's this podcast about this doctor in Dallas who it's mm. called doctor it's called doctor <laughs> it's called, it's called, oh, like it's called doctor death have you heard of it oh is that about the british guy or no he's oh, in dallas dallas no i yeah. haven't heard of this no Man. tommy it's fucked dude tommy you, listen you have a piece Jesus. of paper and a pen around you or something you know what this i is, i did boys. i was i was so prepared except for the skype of course malfunctioning but i had done some research i had pulled up old uh, queens rugby roster photos to look back at the days and here i am back back where i was originally set up with my paper ready to go oh, okay nice. so what am i writing down here dallas just do- just doctor death. death it's a crazy podcast about this about this neurosurgeon in dallas who who essentially when he was in med school he sort of had instead of doing all the required training and whatever in med school he was like running a business and he kind of like skirted around it all his and like teacher just... or professor or something was like kind of to do with the business. Mm-hmm. So he had some kind of extra relationship with him. So he was able to kind of, he was just basically the gist of it. He was, he was not trained yeah. at all whatsoever. Wow. And he and... was just some kind of nuts sociopath <laughs> who like completely believed that he was capable of doing anything. And he was like hurt, hurting people. Like uh, the yeah. title, the title is very descriptive. Yeah. Oh my and he, God. Yeah. He was like hurting people. Um, and he, he, he kept getting work from hospital to hospital because it's like a cash incentive for hospitals to have neurosurgeons for them to do surgeries because they, they, they make money off of it. Right. Like that's the biggest, I guess that's like Mm -hmm. the cash cow in terms of like surgeons. Right. Yeah. 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 That's how how does, uh, so yeah, that's something I honestly take a listen to that and, and actually like. Write us a message after you listen to the first episode or something. Yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll add it to the list, guys. To be honest, you know, this is going to sound bad because I'm on a podcast right now, but I'm not really a huge podcast person. I don't, uh, I don't listen to a lot of them. Consider this research. All right. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, don't do what this guy did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Avoid. Cautionary tale. Avoid lying. yeah pretty much yeah it'll actually serve you in all aspects of life oh excellent all right so so i actually had a a couple questions um for you guys um uh mark i guess we start with you what uh what kind of activities do you do in whistler in the summertime oh that's a good question uh mountain biking (laughs) Nice. I don't. I don't go in the park much. I just do the trails because the the trail network up here is like really extensive. Uh, mm-hmm. I've gotten into trail running and running in general. A little bit of nice. tennis, uh, and then I don't know. I'm not much of a. I like hiking's hiking. Whenever I do a hike, I'm always pissed that I don't have my bike at the top of it. Essentially, so uh, I, yeah. I would much rather just bike up and and then bike down because that's more fun. But yeah, those mm-hmm. are uh, those are kind of like my oh, and golf too. I, I oh, work wow. at a golf course uh, once a week, so I I get free golf for the summer. So I get out like I get out kind of like once a week. What or a so. deal that is, eh? Yeah, man, that is sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. So how hot is it? Has it been a nice summer there? How how warm it's, is 
it was uh it was decent you know the the spring was really wicked like summer came really quick and then it kind of it's been pretty miserable for a month or so but yeah whatever honestly like you can you can bike when it's shit weather and and whatnot mm-hmm. but i've kind yeah. of hit a renaissance recently in terms of like just exercising a ton i've kind of become like addicted to it oh nice it's good you're a fit you're a fit little dude again eh yeah kind of i'm definitely in better shape than i was at queens that's for sure <laughs> good for you, good for you. <laughs> no doubt <laughs> oh man. there's no doubt man yeah uh, yeah no it's it's decent and uh what what was i gonna say well that that sounds excellent that sounds like a total blast have you ever uh, have you ever done uh, frisbee golf in Whistler? Oh, dude, I have. Yeah, <laughs> the frolf course here is great, dude. Joe's yes. a frisbee golf aficionado. Joe, yes, man. Tell me about your frisbee golf game. You love I frisbee golf. I haven't frolfed in a, in a hot minute, boys. But <laughs> <laughs> I I used to play a lot more, but when I was back living in Brantford, there's some really nice courses out by there, but. Oh, cool. I need to look into it. I think there's one near Kingston, but he's like, you got to pay for it or something. Oh, what the oh my God. That's yeah, what's the whole idea. Have you, have you frothed up here, Tommy, the course up here? Uh, yeah. Well, I frothed at a course up there. I don't know there there's did more you, one, Did you throw your disc off a cliff? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Isn't that insane? That's the coolest hole ever. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, um, it's, it's yeah. friggin' wild. You can lose a disc really, folks. It's it's like a really easily. You're you're essentially throwing your frisbee disc off like a hundred foot cliff or something, maybe like that big, and yeah. then you hike down around to the bottom to get your disc. Yeah, it's super nuts. cool. Yeah. Yo, Tommy, what I've been uh, kind of into this summer is slacklining. <laughs> no <laughs> way. <laughs> you ever you ever try that? You ever Never picture to see it. Big Joe? It's like seeing a bear at the circus, like balancing on a like yeah, on a ball or something. That's kind of the image that popped into my head. But you're, <laughs> yeah, I would be. I think I would be terrible at that. Honestly, this is a this is my like PSA on slacklining. Anyone oh, yeah. can be good. The thing is, like any other sport, if you're like certain, like if you're athletic enough or coordinated enough, you can at least get by. Like you could have not played basketball in five years you're gonna pick up a basketball you're gonna suck but you can you can dribble you can like hit a couple layups you know it's still enjoyable right sure thing about slacklining is you you can be athletic and coordinated and have great balance but it's just the type of thing that you're gonna need to practice a little bit before you see any kind of tangible success Uh, okay so a lot of people, sharp. I feel like, get turned off. But yeah, yeah, with that sharp learning curve, eh? It's the the thing I remember from it was as soon as I got on, my foot was just going like back and forth. So yeah. it's like so sporadically tight back and forth, and I couldn't. But then once you once you kind of keep at it for thirty or forty minutes, you somehow your body just figures it out and like stops it. Yeah, I bet yeah. you would be quite good at it, Charette. Yeah, I picked it up decently quick. I've got I've got pretty good balance. Yeah. Um, you know, my this, I I got a, a guy from work that I work with now. He's he's getting pretty into it. His name's Hey, shout out to you Tyler Strang, you fucking maniac. <laughs> <laughs> but he we went at one time and he I see him the next day. He's like, "Joe, I bought a line." Nah. I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's epic. Good for you." He, he went out and bought himself an 85-foot slack line. So we set it up in the park like 60 feet. And I, I did it a few times. 60 feet. Nice. The whole way? Wow. whole way. Dude, that, dude Joe, I want to see he, you start. He just recently walked his first line like 
This guy does a ton of yoga. You can do this guy can do handstands from like with, without walking. You know what I mean? Like on his hands, he just mm-hmm. holds it. Man, Joe, so I want to see obviously... you do those. Like, uh, I want to see you do those fucked up like flips and shit, where you like bounce on your butt. I can't even do a flip off a diving board. Do you think I can do a? Flip? <laughs> <laughs> I can Joe. go to like a trampoline park, and I I don't even know if I'd muster up the courage to do a flip. So you could do it, Joe. I believe in you. Hey, I have been lately. Have been practicing jumping on, and I've been nice. getting it pretty good. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Baby steps. Good on you. Um, hey, Tommy, I got a question for you. Have you ever heard of um, intermittent fasting? I'm actually doing intermittent fasting. Yes, the church. Yeah. How, how is it? How does it work for you? What are the scientific? What are the health benefits? Yeah, give us the um, science. Yeah, because I've just heard it on Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was like, no, what the fuck is that? Just the <laughs> Sorry, Mark. Um, intermittent fasting. Honestly, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not too well versed in it. I I'm a, I know a little bit. My uh, my friends at medical school, especially uh, uh, my good buddies uh, Nate Hayward and Paul Ryan and Ryan Sless. Shout outs. We're all shout outs shout to out those boys. beauties. We're all doing the intermittent fasting. And my one Irish buddy, Paul Ryan, he's into all the you know endocrinology and really into like um, you know endocrinology is like all your hormones and like you know, diabetes is heavily involved in that. And what he has kind of explained to us, to me, is that uh, the idea of intermittent fasting is to lower the basal level of insulin circulating in your bloodstream. Um, And insulin is, you know, it's good, it's necessary, it's the build up um, hormone, It, it builds you up. Um, But if you have it constantly elevated, it's going to start building up you know, fat in your blood vessels and lead to an increased risk of coronary artery disease and stroke. And it's going to build up other big fat cells all over in around your intestines, which is really unhealthy and et cetera, et cetera. So if you can lower your basal level of insulin, which you do by just not eating, you're theoretically decreasing that buildup. So that's what, uh, what the, the tangible science is. What's most intriguing to me is a paper that uh, we all read uh, one year in in med school about intermittent fasting in mice, and mice that fasted exercised twice as much per day and lived twice as long. Hmm. So that was really cool. And obviously, wow. mice are very different from humans, but that yeah. really fascinated me. So, I was but like, are they go. really very different? <laughs> they just want to fuck. Isn't that what we all want? <laughs> Make you think of rabbits. Um, dude, that's that's really that's intriguing, dude. That was a good little synopsis. What are you about to I say, mean, Joe? I'm I'm so fucking sold. I'm getting back on the dude. It's train. good. Okay, so and okay, I've got a couple more questions. What um is it? So let's say I don't. I didn't eat today until like five thirty or something. And I went for like a great run right before I ate, mm-hmm. and uh, can See, I that's just a like long fast, Mark. yeah, I went from but I ate a sh- okay. Here's my question: Is I ate a I ate a bunch of food last night, a McFlurry, a bunch of chocolate covered almonds, like I ate a lot of sugar. Is yeah. it still pretty awesome that I just didn't eat it all today, or is it kind of doesn't even work if you're eat, if you're binging on bad food? Well, that's interesting. I mean, 
the those bad foods that you were binging on were kind of like simple carbohydrates. So theoretically, those would be metabolized faster. So you wouldn't have a really long insulin surge after eating like that. Mm, but generally, nice. it's a bad idea to eat late at night. Yeah, okay. we're all everybody does it, especially on a night out. Like, obviously, oh, alcohol yeah. counts as well, full of oh, calories bet, and carbohydrates. Man, isn't it so. the best that sometimes I genuinely r- really look forward to eating food when I'm drunk? <laughs> especially Sometimes yeah, people course. only drink to have that guilt-free late night like <laughs> yeah. they want especially, a poutine so bad so they're just gonna get drunk to get it yeah their like, <laughs> sober buddy, mind uh, won't allow them david the worm worsley was a bit like that don't you think <laughs> i think so yeah dude, dude speaking dave. of david the worm worsley i i uh he's been living in kingston but i haven't i haven't uh really been seeing him much like it, it's it's not like his fault or my fault but we just as these things go like he's doing something different i was doing something different like when i first moved up here we kind of talked a bit we played squash a few times but it just over time like i think the winter came around everyone bunkers down and then like before you know it a whole year has gone by we haven't even spoken we're living fucking two streets down from each other but just recently this past week we uh we reconnected went out for drinks and then we had an epic spike ball game absolutely dusted patty lineup what a freaking <laughs> dusty individual he is and uh what it was you and the worm versus patty and who yeah, it was a teammate in heaven we were like just strategizing from day one I worm and i are very with... cerebral yeah i would love to Ballers. play with either of you i love spike ball dude spike ball is so much fun yeah do you ever it's think the... you'll uh, come up to kingston um you know what that that was in the works danielle and i were trying to figure out a weekend but uh it's just tough, you know, when you're doing uh, a merge. I work, um, you know, half the weekends of these placements. So yeah. it's kind of tough to organize things. Um, well, we'll have to come to Cork. <clears throat> yeah, honestly, there is uh, – Danielle and I have a two-bedroom apartment. And so, honestly, if to you guys especially and to any of these listeners, because as we've established already, they're all exclusively cool. Yeah. If anybody's planning on a trip to Ireland, there's a bedroom in Cork. There you are. None of you crazy. None of wow. our crazy fanatic listeners. You that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't go for you. Yeah, Scotty Mo, Scotty Mo, you're not. You're not going. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, oh, what was I gonna say? Oh, no, it's it's escaped me. That's How does right. medicine differ? Like, if you're a doctor in the United States versus a doctor in Canada, yeah. Because it's like the difference between private and public sector. Yeah. Well, what's what, how does that affect you as a doctor? Um, I guess in many ways, um, you're you're still a contractor in in many of the systems in Canada where you get paid per patient and kind of per service that you supply. Um, it's more. It can be more different in family practice where you're kind of given a stipend per patient annually i believe it is um but in the states you're you're just more of a business person and like every every aspect of your professional life needs to be uh needs to have you know that business uh thought put into it you know it's kind of i i I feel like everyone should have a right to be like entrepreneurial and like grow their brand and grow their like just because you're a doctor doesn't mean that you can't stand out above other doctors because you have a better business or a better, you're a better 
better practice, but mm-hmm. I do feel like there's something slightly like there's at least must be some ethical gray area of someone who's like offering a service, which is like based on giving people health. And then they're just trying to like get as many patients through the door kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like how yeah, no, good of sure. a service are you giving? If you're like, Oh, I want to squeeze in that one more patient today. So I'm just, I'm not going to give this person extra 10 minutes. They maybe need, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's definitely the gray area. That's a difficult question to answer. That's the gray uh, area. That's not just in medicine, though. That's a gray area in everything, right? Yeah. It's that balance of, like, quality versus, right? You got to chase that paper. (laughs) You do. At times you do, for sure. You got to chase that paper, man. We're all just chasing paper out here. Yeah. (laughs) Hustling. I'm not. I'm just just burning paper and earning zero. It's ridiculous. You're like a a rap video, the amount of just... (laughs) Like, yeah. wasted money. That's the other thing, too. Like, once mi- the doctors are sort of incentivized to make as much money as they can because they're strapped in debt from all yeah. their school to the gunwales. Yeah. yeah, just loads of it. Yeah, it's yeah. terrible. It's um, like, yeah, it just is the way it is, I guess. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> I don't think we're gonna debunk this one tonight, but oh yeah, no, it's oh, tough. Geez. We need a uh, we need a bigger panel, I think. Mm. That we, we got uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Tommy. Was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, in the interest of bre- uh, keeping the podcast at like a consistent length, I think we should end it here. Okay, but I yeah, think no uh, we can we can keep chatting if if you want. I got a jet. I'm going to see Lion King, and the previews just started. Oh, wow. so okay, I gotta well, go. I got, oh my god, you gotta go! Buddy. Yeah, I gotta go. Lion King. I hope it's I hope it's great. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it should be good. But dude, before you leave, Tommy, I want to yeah. say you're an awesome guy, and I set up. Before, you'll hear this on the podcast, but you are a mentor to me, and you oh, are thank you, you're Jim. awesome, dude. You know, I just I've never really I don't know if I've ever actually said that to your face, so oh. I wanted to tell you that. And, well, and we are. always we always ask our guests, uh, in the spirit of the show, mm-hmm. to contact an old friend that they haven't spoke to in a long time. Oh. So I want to pass that message forward to you. So I want you to think about it. And it's it, it, it all of course it takes time, and it, we, we know we're all busy, but it's gonna like just like this conversation was awesome. I'm so glad we did it. Yeah, that's that's really nice. I appreciate that, Joe. I. I really enjoyed, you know, our time together at Queens, Charette. It was amazing. Um, you know, those those were the days. And uh, I'll definitely take heed of this advice. I will contact a friend. You guys are great. Dude, uh, one second before we go. One of my, yeah. one of my like, weirdly fond memories of you, Tommy, was <laughs> oh, after we, uh, uh, we, we had won the championship. I forget which one because we won a fucking bunch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> But we were partying after we won. It was like a couple days after, like, you know, the the bender that yeah. ensued. And we went yeah. to see some, like, shitty DJ at stages. And there was, like, all the boys. And the music <laughs> was kind of garbage, to be honest. And yeah. I, I I wasn't really, like, vibing to it much. I could tell you weren't really either. Some of us weren't. But then all of a sudden, the DJ just plays this remix of R.E.M. Losing My Religion. And I remember wow, you, I remember you were like... You were like, we looked at each other and we were like, oh, that's me in the spot. Light, lose it. And we were so stoked. And that oh, was I it. love that, that song. Yeah. It, saved, it saved it for me. I was like, okay, that was worth it. Wow. That's yeah. a great memory. I do remember that. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, anyways, it's been awesome oh. catching up with you, buds, and uh, wish you all the best in uh, wrapping up your your yeah. um, your med school, man. Thanks, guys. Good luck in all your endeavors. Mm. Dude, oh, yeah, you're going to be a great doctor. The city of Thanks, Cork Joe. is lucky to have you and Danielle. <laughs> Shout-outs to you, Danielle. All right, yeah. shout out Danielle. Woo! All right. Woo! Enjoy that movie, Mark. You, I will. Lion King. Hanya, Severa, Hanya, Severa, we, Zora, Do you think you'll cry? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a bit. All right, bye, guys. Peace out. Bye, bye, bye. bye. <laughs> See you later. I'm going to try and stand up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I needed some, uh, I needed uh. some, some uh, supporting some juice you need some juice and you know what speaking of broken bones you got a broken bone and uh you know who heals broken bones tommy kirkham tommy kirkham our guest that we just had on the podcast folks <laughs> we really hope you enjoyed that um some good insights into you know life intermittent fasting uh oh, fuck i no we're gonna have to redo that i forget everything we talked about dude don't sweat it it's it's totally fine full disclosure folks we uh we recorded this episode like over a week ago. More. And uh, Mark and I had a bit of a spat. You yeah. Know? You know how it goes. Just a little pot. A little bit of a Mark, spat. Mark breaks his hand. It's all. Yeah. Mark broke his hand. I didn't even know that. So, like, I mean, obviously he was being a bit of a bitch. But <laughs> I was <laughs> but, saving uh, it for yeah, gold. We had planned to do a podcast and I just pretty much bailed in the 11th hour. And it was, yeah. And I was kind of hard headed about it. Trying to play it off like it wasn't that fucked up, but it was fucked up. Open apology to you, Mark. And Emil. Uh, well, and Emil, of course. But Who's going to be our next guest, everyone? Uh, yeah, fuck, you better be excited for that. We got Emil coming on the phone. Yo, but honestly, that was, I know it's a little bit past the date, but I do remember a lot of that conversation with Tommy, and that was fucking fun, man. What a good guy. Dude, shout out to Uncle Mike. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Uncle Mike. Tommy doesn't know the, how to. Uh, Tommy took a, a while to get on Skype. The guy's like six months out of being a full fledged doctor. And yeah. He can't even like make a Skype call. Can't Uncle really. Mike had to lend him his phone, get him like the rechargeable battery. It was a calamity, but we got it sorted out. And uh, I, I don't think there's a Skype test on the uh, boards or anything, so you should be good to practice in Canada. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> final. Final question in his fucking entrance exam. Yeah. How to connect to a Skype call. 50, oh. 50% of the grade. Oh, sorry. Practical knowledge. You'll have to Skype patience. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, that was a real treat catching up with Tommy, folks. And uh, we hope you enjoyed that as well. Um, we always implore you to catch up with an old friend and whoever it may be, even if it only has been like a month or it's been years like it has been with us and Tommy. You should do it. You'll be damn glad you did. Yeah, I always am. I always am happy whenever we have a guest on. And man, Tom, what a guest! Like, to, I said it a bunch of times in the podcast, but Tommy is like a fucking hero to me. Uh, the guy is what a, a role truly model. a role model, and yeah, I really looked up to that guy in university. And he was, I don't know, he always welcomed me with like open arms, even though. You know, he was like big shit and I was still kind of nothing. I always felt comfortable around him. Even before I kind of made my way onto the first team and obviously we're playing together now and we're obviously going to be friends. But even before that, he was yeah always welcome to That's a good point. 
to give you like some advice or if you had a question, he was the guy I'd go to. You know? Yeah. It, it's that I think speaks super as much approachable. About his as yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. No, that was a really good point actually. Before we were both kind of like cracking and stuff like that. He was always he was always good for a laugh and. Tommy's the kind of guy who uh, you want to date your sister. Yeah, shout outs. Yeah, shout outs. <laughs> we'll, leave it at, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. And uh, uh, as always, thanks to the Pelican Fish Market and Grill. Yes. Best fucking fish restaurant in Ottawa. Boom. They got a food truck. They got a they're food down, truck. They're down there slinging freaking fish tacos every day of the week. Go you get yourself some fish. And go get yourself those damn $10 gift cards. What are you doing? It's free money. (laughs) Get there. (laughs) Get there. Pelican. Fish marketing. Thanks as always. She's out. Great clothes. Love you clothes. Showing your hopes on fire. But you know you're Desire, don't hold a glass over the flame Don't let your heart grow cold I will call you by name I will share your role